I'd like to begin by saying fuck Lance Armstrong. Let's talk white women here, shall we? I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world. Am I at risk for syphilis? I don't know. Hey, Jake. Jake Buss. Mm, shut up, Jake, because it's time for the Astrovert Podcast. told me when happy 311 day michael it is 311 day it is isn't it yeah does anybody give a shit about 311 day my roommates do <laughs> i actually really like 311 like like when i was a youth they had um an influence on me chad sexton their drummer's actually pretty good yeah but i just they've become one of those like bands that it's like i don't want to be associated with them because <laughs> of their fan base could you imagine being in the middle of a seat. First of all, I think cruises suck. I think cruises absolutely suck. Are we looking for a red light? Because there is none. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're good. He approached me violently and feverishly. I did, with hate in his eyes. Correct. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on a cruise ship in the first place. And then to be on a cruise ship with a bunch of 311 fans? How much does this shit cost? I actually don't know. Also, oh, hello everyone. My, I'm Mike. I'm that, Jake. That, and this is the Astrovert Podcast. We're talking about the 311 day. Oh, there it is. Yeah, my uh, my roommates are there currently. They're on. They're. It, it, that's the. Is that the cruise or is that the Vegas thing? Because they're in Vegas currently. This is the cruise because okay. that's what I wanted to know. What? So what? What happens in Vegas? Uh, it's it's just like a big day celebration. It's honestly it's very fascinating. Like because I was. Uh, Scoob's more of a fan than, um, well, no, that's, I think Passion's a big fan. Scooby just wears it on his sleeves and literally his back because he has a 311 tattoo there. But they, um, it's fascinating. Like there's just the amount of stuff. Like he's like, I need to get, you know, some new socks and this and that. Uh, this is my perspective on I it. I have to get yeah, new yeah, socks yeah. for the 311 gig. That's my perspective on it. It's like, it's super, it's, it's not that, no, he wants to buy 311 socks. And I was like, they sell that? And he was telling, they were telling me all just like the shit that they make, right? That's what perplexes me about it. And it kind of like kicks, kick, not, not kicking myself in the ass, but it kickstarts your heart. Well, like back in the, back in the Everett days, like we'd have our t shirts and, you know, all that and selling that stuff. But then, uh, our guitarist, uh, his girlfriend at the time, they started doing like kind of like arts and crafts stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is so weird. And then I look at this, and it's like, oh, yeah, they have, like, ashtrays and and socks. Like, Scoob's room is, like, littered with posters that are worth, like, hundreds of dollars, like, to sell online. Like, not, like, he didn't pay hundreds of dollars, hopefully, but, like, yeah. It's 311 NFTs. <laughs> and we also have this uh, 311 day, like, what, shit, what was this? This next, uh, ex- a VIP experience, including access to a private Q&A with the band. Boy, howdy, could you imagine the questions those fans come up with? Yeah. A private immersive 311 VIP P lounge, a private pool party with open bar, and exclusive new 311 VIP swags. Plus more. It's always a plus more. Yeah. You know what you get with this podcast? Our podcast, plus more. Plus more. Right. What was more? What's more is I wouldn't do this in the first place. They probably... (laughs) What's more? God, it'd be a bunch of pot smelling... (laughs) Pot sniffing. Pot sniffers. Right. It's like... uh, It reminds me of like deadheads. Like, yeah, they're the new generation deadheads. Yeah, but I think think some fan bases have that. Like, not a lot, but yeah, it's... it's, uh, I mean, and they... They've been going for however long. They have like 200 or so songs at this point. So like since 1990. <clears throat> yeah, it's just fascinating. And they're not the only band with like, you know. 98? I thought it was. It's, oh, it says 88. Yeah. Holy shit. So like 35 years. They've been about. playing as long as I've been alive. From Omaha, Nebraska. Ne- what? It's the only thing to ever come out of Nebraska. That's a that really isn't completely useless, the, and you could even argue that they're useless. <laughs> that they're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all the 311 fans are like, what the <laughs> I'm going to start a rivalry with somebody on this podcast today. That is why I'm here. That is why I showed up. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just, are, are you just calling out 311? The That's... numbers 311 pronounced 311. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Excuse you, Google. Excuse me? Thank you. <laughs> I still can't believe they've been around since 98 or 88. 88. That's yeah. that's such a long time. And honestly, I think the part, the fact that they're from Nebraska is even weirder because they give off this kind of like beach party vibe. Like Southern California beach yeah. party. That's kind of how I hear. And look, I, I Fucking was... Fucking Nebraska. I was blasting 311 the whole way here. Like, I was trying to get into it. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah. I do like them. Like, I do like listening to them. There's like a list of 15 or 20 songs... And I'll even, like, use them to warm up mm-hmm. sometimes. He does a lot of cool things with his hands. But with his hands. He does a lot of cool things with his hands. Um, yeah. But I get a, a house to myself and a sad cat. <laughs> so. So that, how's Mike doing then? I'm okay. Very good. Yeah, it's been... I haven't... I mean, I get I get a lot more me time nowadays, but... It is nice to have kind of like just an empty house, I guess. I'm not like walking around naked. That'd be weird. Why would it be weird? Because of the cameras. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Is this their set list? They played... This was from 2020. They don't have 2022 out. They played 102 songs in three nights. Holy shit. That's mostly because every single one of their songs sounds exactly the same, so they don't even have to remember anything. They just play the same fucking thing. And those potheads don't even know. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's Beautiful Disaster. They've been playing Beautiful Disaster for five hours. Actually, from what I've been told, both Beautiful Disaster and Ember are like, like 311 fans don't like those songs. I mean, they're really good songs. To see further evidence that 311 fans are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I had something interesting that I read. It's about time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was, um... I was just looking for stuff for the podcast, and there's just this theory that I came across that I found interesting. Um, I talked about... Doctor Strange and the X-Men. Uh-huh. And how they've been in the universe the whole time. The X-Men? Yeah. Okay. How it basically was like there was some sort of event that happened where uh, there was an armistice where uh, Professor X basically made everybody forget mutants existed. And when the snap happens, it like intensified the mutant gene. So even more kind of came out. So there's... They've always been here, but they've kind of just been under the radar. The thing also mentioned, like, oh, as part of it, Magneto had to give his kids up. And I was like, that's a little strange, but all right. (laughs) I think that's just trying to fill in. a little intense. Yeah, we're trying to fit a square peg in a a circle slot, but... I'm open to the possibility of that. I just don't know, you know. Yeah, it's it's kind of a stretch going into it. I thought it was interesting, though, because, I mean, at that point, especially with, uh, what's his name? being in the trailer for Doctor Strange, um, it was only a matter of time before people were... Start, Mr. X? Start Professor to, X? Yeah. Static X? Mm-hmm. They were in the trailer, Static too. Static X? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know what Static X sounds like. I've never listened to them. I think they're like an industrial metal type band. But okay, like Fear Factory? Yes, actually. Okay. Go ahead and pop it on. We'll watch that in a second. So hype. So hype. I don't know anything I don't know anything about Static X except the fact that their vocalist has Whoops. the craziest hair. I was typing in the wrong band name. <laughs> I was typing in Fear Factory. Look at how this crazy dude? yeah, look at how crazy his hair is. Alright, this song is called Push It by Static X. Oh, this isn't good. It's not a good start. Huh. I mean, they're in an industrial park, so this... Is this claymation? That's what it looks like. Are they gonna... This is a two and a half minute song. You gonna sing? There he is. He's like if Disturbed evolved. Including (laughs) the face hair. No, I'm right. Could you imagine being on a Static X cruise? 
With a bunch of Static X fans. Everybody having that haircut? Yes. That's how you get on the boat. It's not a ticket. You like, have to be. You have to look like this, douche. Sorry, sorry, sir. Your hair only goes up five inches. We have a minimum nine-inch <laughs> hair spike. His vocals remind me of like Mudvayne, but not good. Yeah, yeah. But that, I think that's what like they Mudvayne is the evolved for, form of Static X, where they're actually good at what they do. But that hair is absurd. It's fantastic. You do you think? Do you think he still has it? Absolutely. I mean, you got to right. Like, if you're if you're known, if you're the guy from Static X, and that like that's kind of your image is having hair that reach that is like it makes it look like you're upside down all the time. If that's your bit, right? <laughs> you gotta you gotta make sure you gotta get some keeps. You get it because they're static, so it constantly keeps his hair up. Ah, but that's terrible. It is. Is that why he does it? Because he should be slapped. For that. That's <laughs> not good. Well, that's I mean that's like what are what are the bands that's isn't like Mushroom Head kind of like that too. I, I group a lot of those bands together because I'm pretty sure Same. they were sort of, it was that harder sounding new metal industrial style that was, but Mushroom Head was very much like. Mushroom Head looks, appears to be Slipknot. Yeah, they were just, slip, they were trying to be, I don't know if they Actually, came up. they got way better masks than Slipknot yeah, if we're being were. real. Did they, I think they started before first, that? maybe? I, that sounds familiar. And just Slipknot got popular because I always thought it was between the, it was like the two of them, and then YouTube. <laughs> um, I always thought it was like the two of them, and Mudvayne were like this weird subgenre of masked new metal bands. Yeah. What's that? A Requiem for Tomorrow. Sure. That sounds like a. It's a twelve-minute song. Sounds like a ballad. I'm sure the video is 12 minutes. SK1. I just want to know what they sound like. Fast forward. Whoops. Oh, that just skips it. <laughs> well, that's just going... The, that, 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 that's the tool guy. <laughs> Alright, get to the point. We know. Lactose intolerant. Cool. This isn't good. Alright. This is You're taking too long. This minute's, This song is three minutes. Oh, there we You're go. You're taking too long. Said the Dream Theater fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the fuck? Alright. What? This is wild. This is very interesting. This is how old is this? 2014? Yeah. So why do they need seven people in their band? I don't understand that. Oh, this guy's spitting hot fire now. <laughs> Here comes the corn. Or the yeah. slipknot. Getting Go political away. too. Yeah, those well, masks are fucking already. crazy. Yeah, those masks are really cool looking. I like them. I want them. I think we should get masks. We should. And I, just, yeah. Even though we've already plastered our face everywhere, correct, and kind of like ruined the illusion of it, right? Yeah. Well, I've, I've been thinking about just as I keep doing the podcast and as I get the sports podcast going, and I just keep doing. I'm just gonna make up a different show every week for no fucking reason. But I'm just gonna create a different persona for each show. Nobody's gonna have a clue who I am. I'm going to be the most famous in the person in the world nobody knows for like 12 people. Um, that at least, <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this. You know, you know, um, Marshmallow? Yes. Do you think that like, that's just one person? Or that's it multiple people playing? Yeah. Marshmallow, it's possible. Because it'd be pretty, I mean, at, at a certain point, like that, something like that is pretty easy to like sell your brand or like to dead mouse yeah yeah like the like where you just never see their face mm-hmm. to like they can because that would that'd be smart 
Marshmallow and uh, Dead Mouse, I think, does it too. They get to put their names on a lot of songs that it doesn't seem like they do everything for. It probably just are the ones who are like doing the the producing on it. Okay, that's I've seen um or the same thing with uh Mick Gordon. He's the guy that wrote um the Doom music. Okay, I've seen him featured in a lot of random stuff. But I can never, like, it's never anything that, like, stands out. So I think it's just, he's just producing a bunch of bands. Which makes sense, because ever since that Doom game came out, m- Metalcore. See, like, the DJ Khaled of Metalcore? Kind, I guess, kind of. <laughs> but, like, it's fun. it is funny, because, like, uh, put on, um, uh, have you played, have you played the new Doom? No. Have you heard the music from it? No. Oh, my God. Just put on the BFG. Just type in BFG. Uh, this song is so fucking good is this live i don't know fuck it there's a big there's a rather large build-up at the beginning okay but a swelling one might say this is honestly like a a lot of bands i listen to nowadays since this came out it is essentially like the news standard like how architects like how that style of music was very popular for like the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. This is it. This okay. is the new one. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Also, imagine you're um, you're in hell. Right. Ooh, a mini eight string. You have a big ass fucking gun called the BFG. <laughs> and there's just hordes of demons coming at your feet. Ooh, we get some sweet gameplay of him just, like, murdering the fuck out of people. Why does he even have the other seven strings? Yeah, so this is the, this is essentially turned into metal, like nowadays. Like, uh, go, uh, put on, oh god, Motionless and White's new song. There, I, I can't, I, I think it's like Cyber something. Cyber Hex? Yes, that's it. And I've never been a big fan of Motionless and White. I've never really listened to them, so everything I say is about to probably be made up. But. I mean, this is like, like yeah, these guys played Doom. And Do you know like, where these? Hey. You know where this band got together actually? Hmm. A three eleven cruise. <laughs> they were on a three eleven cruise. They were all in Scooby's room. Yep. Yeah. And they wrote wrote Cyberhex. This is the same song. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking half note rest. There's John 5. And then there's this part. That's what I mean. Like, uh... <clears throat> and, like, nothing against them. I do enjoy, like, I it have sounds a lot of good. That. Oh. I think it sounds good. Okay. But it, but it is, like, yeah, all these bands played Doom, and now the past three years has just been Doom music and metal. Now they're trying to rewrite Yeah. Them. Like, Era has a really good one, too. Um... Like fuck, what the hell was the name of it? It it's a it's basically a lot of that kind of like synth mixed mixed with gent. Okay. The hard the hard kind. Yes. My kind of keyboard isn't synth, it's more like strings, orchestral, beautiful pianos. Pianos. Like yeah. You gotta say it like that, put in a little harmonica, beautiful violin. pianos. Some bluegrass. You put in you know what we need what is we, we need? need a banjo player. I have one. That will meet at three eleven day. Oh, oh, okay. No, I do. I actually, I've, I've been meaning to like figure out how to play it, because I um was one of my one of my old trumpet students. Um, I like I was over there for lessons one day, and the mom was like, "Yeah, our our like grandpa or my uncle or whatever gave us all of these instruments. Do you want them? Because we're just gonna sell them because they were only gonna get like forty bucks or something from uh." you know, like Guitar Center or wherever they were selling it at. So one of those, it was like two two acoustic guitars and then a banjo. And the banjo I've, I, I haven't messed with because um, the the bridge is weird. 
Like, it, it doesn't have, like... The bridge is out! The bridge... <laughs> it's not out. <laughs> like, it doesn't have, like, how on the acoustics there's just, like, the peg where it goes through. It's, like, a floating bridge. And so, um, I was looking it up, and I was like, why is this... It sounded kind of funny. And I was, like... And I was looking up things, and it's like, oh, the, uh... The distance between the first fret and the twelfth fret is supposed to be the distance from where that, that bridge lies. And I was like, okay. oh, I'm too inept to figure all of this out and without fucking something up. Okay. So I just haven't gone to down home, but I've been really wanting to learn how to play because I feel like it will help both finger picking and just overall like chord movement because it's just most banjo is off the wall. But a banjo would be fun. And it would then we, be and then we bring it on the 311 cruise. Right. Yeah. And we use it as a weapon against 311 fans. The music? The banjo. Well, you do whatever you want. No. I'm mean, going to be hitting I mean, am I, are, 311 are we... fans with the banjo. Oh, you're hitting? I'm going to my own see, banjo. Yeah. See, no. I was, I was oh. full on bard mode. I was just I was just thinking like... You could be my bard. And I'll beat them with a banjo. And then you'll come in with a second banjo. <laughs> okay, there we go. Right. And you'll start <laughs> playing Doom songs. Oh, that'd be fun. What would that even sound like on a banjo? Really bad. Right. Really bad. You speak for yourself. I don't think the people in Static X or Mushroom Head or any of the four bands that sounded the same we just listened to would appreciate that. There you go. I finally I was searching for this thing. Where the fuck is it? Anyway, while you look, how's your uh how's your week been, Jake? It's been a busy week, finishing, packing up and moving everything and yeah. finally that'll be over soon mm-hmm. so i'm very excited about that and you get back to play the drums more and getting some other shit done sweeney todd will be starting soon i think it's still i think it's hilarious that you're doing sweeney todd and then my sister's also doing sweeney todd this is just must is it an anniversary that I'm no <laughs> wild well first steven sodheim died last year or something mm-hmm. he died recently but um Really what happens is the rights to the musical become available after X years of a movie coming out or after X years of it leaving Broadway, Mm -hmm. and then everybody does it because everybody wanted to do it. Everybody will also do it in secession because everybody will borrow everybody's shit. Instead of every theater company building the same set, I got gotcha. a couple build it and then rent it out to the rest. So it's just at at, at a certain point it became available to use because yes. I know you have there's like a rights thing you have to pay for mm-hmm. for a lot of these. Um, every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. So you get the rights and then it's kind of just easier for the really. It's 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 capital. It's it's it caked capitalism into mm-hmm. community theater, which is a nonprofit. You know, it's, you know, it's so odd. Uh-huh. Like, I I was reading about all this shit on Spotify with, like, how they pay their artists and just how... They don't. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, I, It's fascinating that, like, that is a thing, yet uh, if I want my, my one of my students to play a Mozart piece for their solo contest, yeah. I have to buy an original copy of the piece and show it to them. I can't just like print it online or have them like use a copy that I had. I think it's so weird that somehow classical music has still held on to its like payment rights. Whereas everything else is just like, but that's hurting it most likely because nobody's producing classical music anymore. You're not really going to make, well, they are, but it's not, it's nothing like a, it's not like the Baroque or, you know, the romance era. Right. 21st century music is fucking weird. So, so strange. Like, there, I remember um, the uh, the teacher up at the, the middle school, he was a trombone player, and he would play me a few, uh, this this piece that he played for college, it was, like, made, written, like, 1980, maybe, or something like that. Okay. And it's, like, it's, like, 15 or 16 movements, and a majority of them are only tw- maybe anywhere between 8 and 12 measures long. One of them in particular is just him going, ba-bam, and then he turns the page and that movement's over. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> it was so strange. Um, and uh, I think I told you about my old professor, Dr. Liley. He was like, s- somehow, I don't know how like JJC was able to get this guy, because he was so good at saxophone. Like, he had to miss a semester of school because he was flying out to China 
to play a piece that was written for him. Damn. Yeah. It, and the piece was crazy. Like he he did it at one of the recitals, and it was just like like I don't know what's happening right now. This is just the wild. Like it's so wild. It's fun being in a room with a musician that good and just watching him play. And oh yeah, yeah. It's just I I like I speak your language. Have you ever had that like uh uh that moment where a year uh you're watching somebody play something and they know that you're a musician just because of how you're watching them. So, I have that opposite reaction oh. when I'm playing on stage. I know where the drummers are. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's kind the, of the, the drummers yeah. or the people who appreciate the drums and are and appreciate the music and know what they're doing. So you're on the other side of it. Okay. I will do something cool and look down, and these two or three people will have caught them. Like they know. <laughs> Again, yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I, I was at a wedding years ago, and the in like the while everyone was waiting for the reception to start, they had uh, a harpist playing. And I was just standing there just, like, fascinated, like, watching her play and all that stuff. And she, she took her break, and she was like, you musician? I was like, yeah. You know, she was like, yeah, I could tell. And she, she started, like, explaining the harp to me. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I was like, this is cool. Like, I've never had, that was, the that was like, one of the only experiences I've had that where some guy, like, someone was just like, oh, I can tell that you can play, you play just by the way that you're observing how I'm playing, if that makes any sense. They also... <laughs> I ever played you Corey Wong's album? Uh, he's like a kind of a he's like a funk guitarist kind of thing. He had a he had a live album uh, where during it he was playing out in the UK and he like broke the song down. And he was kind of getting quiet. This this is the guy that uh, he was here. I'll just play the. I'll play this the, sounds really familiar. I think we've I think you've talked about this to me before. Uh, he's he was talking to the fans and was like you know. There's two times. There's two types of people here tonight. It's like there's the people who just want to have fun, you know. Everyone starts cheering. He's like, and then we got the musos, you know, the musicians, the music students. You can tell them by the way that they're looking at your hands and checking out your gear. <laughs> it's like, ooh, that drummer's got an 18 inch. <laughs> you know, the Dream Theater guys make that joke all the time too. They're like, our our audiences are always just filled with geeky musician guys. And then when they go over to Europe or something, it'll be actual people. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be actual people. They're not wrong though. There's there's the people who go to like intricate metal concerts like that are just it's the most diverse, interesting group of weird fucking people in a room you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And I know cuz I go every time. Mhm. Mhm. Well, this is I need to get some WD-40 for this chair. It's so fucking squeaky. Oh, it's, oh, he did a po- he has a podcast and he did it with John Mayer. Yeah, I, I mean, this is just like a John six Mayer smacks the strings. He's so good. That concert is about like, forty days away, fifty days away. By the way, we're going to see John Mayer April 29th If he doesn't get COVID again, what he he got COVID? He had to cancel like six or seven of his concerts or something, and move him back to November. Oh, that sucks. And like other other members in his band also got it. So like, they had a fill in drummer for a couple shows, but because they couldn't really prepare, they did like over half the entire setlist acoustic. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it wouldn't be as cool for me, but although I guess with John Mayer's music, I'm not going to see the drummer. It's just not really interesting. The one thing I wish we could get back is doing a cover of Belief again because I think I was terrible the first time we did it. Do I remember how to play that? You would... That'd be something you'd have to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I've been going over a lot of songs that I remember because we had that... This is probably going to be out beforehand, but um, uh, we have for the Matt's stream tomorrow. Yes. um, We have about... 26 30 songs or so and we're still like an hour short so i've just been like because matt wants us to play it, not the whole time but like from six to nine so we have nice. about three hours to fill and 
Um, last time was nice because we kind of just, you know, messed around, like, with chat and people were kind of throwing out stuff. We did, like, a random Helena cover. I remember you mentioning yeah. that. Here's what you gotta do, and here's what you gotta sell Matt on hard, sexually even. Mm-hmm. Um, you take three-hour stream of music, but somehow we make it to where it's full band. I like that. I would do. I would do three. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! What's happening? Ah, fuck, man! What's going on? We're doing a podcast here. Who's? What is? How do you pause it though? Who's? Po- where is it? It's on this page from this story I was gonna do, but now we're not gonna do it. Simply based on principle, because they had to throw ads into our show. How long was that tab open before the music started? Playing? So that actually happened. I opened that tab. You went to have a cigarette and started yelling, but I paused it and I thought I just had it completely. That was like a half. Hour, that was like a half hour. Exactly. That right. It's just like right, we've been going for the, thirty fucking the minutes already. Just like I am tired of waiting. Right. <laughs> Well, get fucked. No, I'm not going to do your silly ass story. But wait a minute. Where was I at in my thought? Yeah. Three hour concert. I'd play three hours of drums, three hours of covers. Holy shit. I demand that you have an answer to this by next episode. I mean, I can talk to him Saturday. We would only have to, we would, like, you might have to do... What would the logistical concerns actually That's be, it. aside from me being a penis? Uh, you would probably have to do uh, do it on the electric kit, because of the way that the set his setup is the house. There would just be no room for, like, full kit, plus not enough mics. Because, right. especially now, he's not at Soundworks, like, he had to scale back some of the stuff that we were doing. Like, mm-hmm. we had a really nice setup, like, uh about a year ago when we were doing it uh but now it's like a you know a couple of mics acoustic setup whatnot but with the electric that's an easy plug-in so yeah. you'd have to concede with that i mean or like do like a cajon type of type of feel i would do that That'd first yeah. just to try it now where can the folks find you tomorrow night from six to nine? Oh well i mean if this goes out friday the which 11th the goal. which is the goal uh 311 day happy 311 day everybody happy 311 day <laughs> uh you can find us at twitch.tv slash just spike uh we i believe he's streaming i don't know if he, i asked him earlier i don't know if he's streaming all day mm-hmm. but we were supposed to be there between six and nine o'clock nice so yeah i'm pretty excited i got like i said we got a list going i'm excited for you are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you're leaking the list live here. Yeah. Are I you mean, taking a, li- a least lick, a list leak, a list leak? Yes. I mean, are most you of list it, leaking? Me and Dave are like it, technically our our like if we're going by names, we are a tenacious D cover band. Right. You and Dave. Yeah. So most of the songs that we're playing are either Tenacious D or John Mayer. Nice. So because we have uh, like. History, roadie, tribute, like the classics for uh, Tenacious D. But John Mayer, we're doing like "Stop This Train," "Gravity," um, "Find," an- "I'm Gonna Find Another You." A lot of Continuum stuff. Okay. Uh, but then we're also doing like some Civil War, Death Cab. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, dude, maybe some Tracy Chaplin, Cooties, uh, Weird Al. <laughs> Try to stick with the whole comedy aspect, but yeah. But then, and then after that, it's just kind of us just fucking around. Okay. Probably do some incubus. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm also interested in us having a Twitch. What kind of sick fuck would be watching us do? What are we doing? What are we going twelve fifty on a Friday? <clears throat> yeah, he yeah, has some guys in the right. afternoon. That we would we can get Matt's audience who are mostly. Well, not mostly British people, but there's a lot of people okay. that I watch when he's on there that are like, all right, time to go to bed. And it's like 11 in the afternoon. So it's like, oh, you're not in this country at right. all. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're seven hours ahead of us. Oh, really? Yeah. Six or seven. I can't remember, but in- uh, England is six or seven. I know that because I know Ukraine is eight. Interesting. Yeah. The more you know. You want to do it? You want to do the Obi Wan? You want to do the Obi Wan trailer now? Yeah, but I know you haven't seen it yet. So I have not watched this, and I, I haven't watched this specifically, so I can kind of react to it on the show. Um, I have seen a couple like screenshots or screen caps of it, so I know a couple things, and I have a couple thoughts. But here we go. We've been waiting our whole lives for this. I mean, this is all I've been waiting for since 
Disney bought it. The fight is done. Hello there. We lost. He he's on a camel. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Busting out duel of fates. So real quickly, Darth Maul will be in the movie in the show at some point. <clears throat> Maybe. Ooh, they did that fortress well. What is that though? This is this was gonna be my first problem with it, and I knew it. No, no. It's not. It's not bad. Their compassion leaves a trail. Owen Lars. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? I love. That they mixed in both, uh, what's it called? Oh, wait. Do you hear that very nicely mixed in Vader breathing with the music? Um, those guys, have you ever seen Star Wars Rebels? Oh, I know who they are. Yeah. They're the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is why they made them all look like humans. <laughs> yeah. That's my issue. Is those, that's not supposed no, to be No, I definitely, yeah. Cause yeah it looks one, like a ridiculous egg. Yeah. When I saw that, I mean, I knew who that was, but then I remember what he was in Rebels and it's like, I, I, it's the same idea with like Cat Bane. Uh, from Boba Fett, like they can't. It's nobody's head is as small as that, and I'm sure it's a more expensive to CGI it down a little bit. And the other thing is, like, and with Cad Bane too, they're not human. Stop making them look human. Like they're different species. Now here's another question: Should we do a giant cover of Star Wars music? That'd be fun because I think that's something that would be cool. Like you do these six songs plus the Star Wars cover. That'd be fun. Play me a lick. What from what? Play me a lick. I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite your favorite movement? All the Star Wars pieces. Um Probably Duel of Fates. Okay. Just because um Well, it's it's a tie between that's why I love this trailer so much, because it's a tie between Duel of Fates and um Oh do, my do, do, god. Is that the resistance theme? I can't remember. Not the resistance, the rebellion. What? Do, 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 they they, they do, only do, use do, that in episode 1. Shut do, 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 do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And that's and then they they also the, the they mixed in that theme with um damn it, I cannot remember what it's called. Battle of Heroes, I believe. Okay. It's the one it's the music that played when Obi-Wan and Anakin were fighting on uh Mustafar. And like they they, they it was a very 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 nice like mix in with that kind of going into there which are the perfect themes for here we go we gotta play a bunch of copywritten stuff so nobody can claim it absolutely yeah, but this 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 song slaps hard. A lot of the soundtrack does slap hard. I was I will say so. I'm excited overall for that. Having seen the whole thing now, this really didn't tell me much about the show at all. Which I don't know why teasers and trailers are getting so far away from actually telling you what you're gonna watch. Oh no! It's, it's like look at all these fascinating looking clips. It did. They, no, they did. That's a, what we should do with our podcast. Just put clips that make no sense. They, I think they did. Like they did a good job. I think they did a good job of telling you without actually telling you because it's clearly like somebody because the Inquisitors are going after people that use the Force and it like it's like a beacon. So when anybody uses it, they're able to detect it and mm-hmm. then go. So either. Obi Wan helps somebody, or somebody on there uses the Force, and now they're all chase. They all are going after Obi, because that's I'm assuming is one of the one persons that they're still hunting since this is so short. 
of a time after uh, about ten years. Yeah, and they would still know he's alive because I think they mentioned that he that he they thought he was dead um, in, in a New Hope. Uh, not not. Uh, well, he changed Vader. his name to Ben. So how would anybody no, know that he's but alive? I, it was I think it was like it was either Tarkin or it was brought up during that speech or during the the um the meeting where Vader first chokes out the guy. Uh, they brought up how um, like or they brought up him, and they were like that he's he he must be long dead by now because it happened you know, how thirty forty years ago. I thought it was thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I can't stop now. <laughs> I'd be totally down for doing something like that. That'd be really fun. Do you ever listen to um, Galactic Empire? No. What is it? Uh, it is a uh, band that solely does Star Wars covers. So we just rip them off. We could just totally rip them off. That was the idea. Duel of Fates is probably one of my favorites. Although, although my my all time favorite is Hyperspeed. Okay. Which is it's like it's the music that was playing when Boba Fett was chasing um, uh, the Falcon through the asteroids. Oh, this one's pretty good. This I wish I wish Star Wars music was this fucking epic. Why wouldn't she consider it? There are so many well done like <clears throat> YouTube made for YouTube movies. Mm-hmm in the Star Wars universe that they should let those people produce more shit. Just give them more money. Oh yeah, and all the members of the band dress up like members of, from Star Wars. We could do that. I have a Darth Revan mask. Like, like Boba Fett plays the drums. I think Vader's on bass? Yeah, I would definitely... He's They'll look like a guitar. I would do something way cooler on the drums than this. I fucking love this. I would legitimately dress up as Darth Revan and play that. Yeah? Yeah. It wouldn't even take me... It'd take me ten minutes. Then we could do other stuff. I'm done with that. I forgot. I always forgot you have that mask. Absolutely. Well, let's put that on the books. All right. Do we, we need to get a book, and then we'll put it on I it. got the book right here. Look at that. Um. Oh, my God. This is my... I wish they would come out with more music, but I know that they're limited because they only have Star Wars music, right? And it is a lot of t- a lot of the times it is like they'll do not just the like your Empire theme or like your main themes, but like like Battle of Yavin Four. There are other really cool themes that yeah. are like, especially the themes that would come out of. Do you remember Galactic Battlegrounds? It was Age of Empires, but with Star Wars. Vaguely. Okay, it was one. Of, it was my favorite game as a kid, and one of the coolest parts about the game was how intricate the soundtracks were, because like the soundtrack was based on each civilization you were. Okay. It was really fun. I um, I it... I wish I could remember the part I liked the most, but I can't remember what it's called. I think I was the, I don't know. It's one. Of, it's it's a theme for the rebellion. That would have been. That sounds like a really fun game, actually. A lot of the Star Wars games that I've played have been. I guess, like, I mean, Knights of the Old Republic is, like, the best game ever. Knights yes. of the Republic 2 is just as good. Right, anybody who thinks differently is wrong. Yeah. What? Stop! This is the uh, the music, the theme for um, episode seven. Yes. What's this? Race, oh, theme. race theme. Race theme is awesome. Mm-hmm. This one is really good too.
This is nasty. Yeah, I really like this. God, I want to go play 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 to this. Fuck me. Dude. Yeah, you should take. I mean, you should definitely check these guys out. This is, this this shit is. It's like they're so they're such good musicians, and they it's are. so awesome that they play just Star Wars music. Sick. Fucking sick. Choice. Right. That's great. I love those kind of bands. There's another one. There's another one called uh, Ninjento. Where they just Nintendo d- themes for gent music? Yeah. Okay. And it's like the thing is, I don't like gent music as much as you do. Oh, you would you would probably yeah. not like this. This it's very like very blasty. Although there are a bunch of stuff. Like there are certain times where I'm listening to a song, I'm like, oh, this is I'm having a hard time hearing what the theme of like what song am I trying to listen to? So what's a good one? Um. Oh uh, well, the August Prince Red Zelda song is tight, but yeah, I should probably go to Ningento's. Ningento, do they have? Um... They did Doom. I think that's the old school <laughs> Doom. What? It's just funny. They did Doom. We've been ripping on. Oh Doom. yeah, well yeah. that, but that's but that them doing Doom. Did they like, cover <laughs> a Three Eleven song? What? Yeah. No. Oh, this is One Winged Angel. This is Kenny Omega's finisher. That's just too much. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, yeah, as extreme as it possibly as you possibly can get, with while still having the the like music in there. My favorite of theirs is the the Pokemon fighting, like the first time ever is it in Pokemon Red when you encounter oh. somebody. Here we go, battle versus wild Pokemon. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can still kind of hear it. Kind of, but barely. This just is so much red. I would be, if this was in the game, though, I would, I would, like, expect Machamp to just tear people apart. Absolutely. Machamp, use Fister. Oh, man. So I was packing up today, and I was throwing uh, stuff in my... It's like, I was cleaning <coughs> all of my groceries out. And I was just throwing shit in bags and tying bags up as I would at a grocery store, but not having to pay. And I was like, this is really neat how we need to transition to grocery shopping, where I just put this shit in bags and leave, and no money is involved. Because I had <laughs> such a good time shopping for things I already bought. I was having a great time. <laughs> okay. I, as you were saying that, I was like, yeah, I think Amazon does that where you don't have to like do anything and then you're like, and I want it for free. Right. <laughs> Give it that to me. That was the best part about the grocery shopping this morning was I didn't pay for it. Damn it. God damn it. Yeah, because Amazon's Amazon has those uh, Amazon Go stores where it's like a grocery store that when you walk in, it like picks up your Amazon account. And then yeah. you just leave, and it scans everything as you're leaving. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dumb when I think about it, because I'm assuming it would be like what you're talking about, is people just go in there and basically just get a bunch of shit for free. Right, that's what it sounds like, and it's fucking false advertising. And these pe- these people don't need any more money. They don't need any more money. Did you see Ryan Coogler got arrested? Who? Ryan Coogler, the director from Black Panther and Black Panther 2. Oh really? For what? Oh, for be for having money while black. He was at a he was at a what? bank and he tried to take out twelve thousand dollars and he said, "Be discreet about it because if you were taking out twelve G's from your bank account, wouldn't you also like you don't want people to know?" Oh you're... my god! Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. god! <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's right. just awful. Right. He was taking it out to fund a school in Georgia, which is more money than the Georgia school system would actually get from the government anyway. I can't even... That is... No, I didn't hear about this at all. That's, I read about it last night. That's fucking embarrassing. Isn't it? Like that's so embarrassing. All joking aside. Yeah. Because it's the only way... The only, I'm looking at life now. Here's the thing. We got four or five years tops left. So, I'm just looking at everything for the comedy. Like, the Nelk people. Do you know who the Nelk people are? They're uh, YouTube stars from Canada. They do pranks. They do okay. prank videos. They've built... A massive fucking following on the internet. 
They had Donald Trump on their podcast last night, and it was so entertaining. Ugh. It was wild, but it was entertaining. It almost felt like I was living in the movie where you're watching every disaster happen every next minute, and this is just one of those disasters that happens. <laughs> you listen to the crazy old president on a podcast with a bunch of bros, and it was funny was they like they just kept calling him Don- at one point one of them called him Donnie. He was like, so, hey, Donnie, what do you think about censorship? <laughs> and, like, Donald Trump was so cool about the whole thing. It was so weird. It's because he just wants to have friends and be accepted. <laughs> Dude, it was, a, it was a fun hour. I'll admit it. Uh, that's, um... I don't... Why would anyone want to talk to him? Why would you not? I guess it is, like, let's get some sound bites going. If, if we had the opportunity, he'd be on this podcast. You don't have... You could sit it out. I don't care. You could sit it I'll out. I'll talk to him. That... Dude, you say three words and he goes for an hour and a half. You don't even have to prepare for that interview. Yeah, I guess that is true. He's hi, Donald. How you doing? There's the episode. And then just lean back. Yep. Just lean back and take it all in. Does it matter if anything he says is true? No. You know, that's just... we're going to die anyway. That's just... That, that, like, you don't say anything else. Absolutely. Like, even if he stops... Just stare at him. Yeah, and just see what happens. Yeah. Like, see if he keeps going. See how long I could not. I could go without talking on my podcast while talking to Donald Trump. Yeah. That'd be a really interesting yeah. experiment. Just kind of lean back and just yeah. stare. And you can give him. Obviously, you need to be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that did happen. <laughs> did I tell you? Uh, you know uh, the Tim and Eric show. Yes. They the they have a podcast where. It almost seems like every episode is them trying to do a, a formula. A different another, podcast yeah. formula. And he did Joe Rogan. Did yeah, I send you, you that s- video? Yeah, you showed me this. When they were talking. Well, Rogan's <laughs> having uh, Vladimir Putin on next week. What? Do you really think? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I wouldn't be talking to him about judo for an hour before they even got to the Ukraine yeah. war. <laughs> before they even got to there. <sighs> Among other things, Vladimir Putin would have to fly to Austin, Texas to do this podcast. So yeah, they don't have it's... internet. Oh, he doesn't do sh- in, uh, interviews over the internet. Really? Yeah. You have to be in the studio. That's weird. No, I actually like it. I actually agree with it, and it's how I would rather do guests. You have a different interaction with another human if they're right in front of you. Oh, it's yeah. It's more of a real conversation. Like mm-hmm. I think even if you and I did this show over skype or zoom or whatever it wouldn't be as good no no i don't even think it's good now but i don't <laughs> but it wouldn't be it would be even worse and that'd be horrifying because i'm trying to pay for gas with this podcast horrifying we've we've done we did those i think they were like tester episodes we did some of the tester see and at the tester time because i was doing tester episodes with other people too i hated oh, all of them i see so you were you were fishing for uh for a podcast yeah host. people were least. auditioning to do a podcast with me and you won i don't appreciate that how do you not appreciate <laughs> it you won i didn't know i was like like a like a contest i was trying to well yeah it was audition i was trying bugs to next, next podcast damn it we should have ran it like that that wasn't that wasn't true at all oh. but <laughs> you should have yeah. i chose you out of the goodness of my heart because I, I enjoy talking to I you i can cut you at any second <laughs> no just a spinoff the astrovert empire now here's a question if one of us did a spinoff of a show would it still be part of the astrovert network are we all the astroverts well would that would we make this like an llc type thing and just have like i guess that's basically what the question we're looking at i mean if we and we would just have chuggy riffs as an llc <laughs> chuggy riffs that would make that I would that would be interesting. I think before you give us your verbal opinion, you need to play a riff every time. Yeah, and it, the, the the riff determines. <laughs> like if you get if you get a really tasty squeal, that's right. usually a it's a he's like oh he we got a squeal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> the squeal of approval. Like what do you think? <laughs> he's like he seems intrigued. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. Um. Oh shit! What was I saying? Oh my goodness! It's gone! It's gone! It's the network. Gone. Oh yeah. Um, it could be like I mean, uh, network. Are they here? <laughs> oh, shit. 
the uh, that's I'm pretty sure like like Tom Segura's like the the Your Mom House podcast. It like, is. It, it's like Your Mom's House is the main. It's the studio. Yeah, too. yeah. and then everything else is kind of sprung from there. Yeah. So that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you're ever getting back to your house of pod or not. I know we've talked about it a couple times, mm-hmm. but if you ever get back to that, or maybe that should be the the flagship because it's a much better show. Flagship, yeah. <laughs> that's that's our prime time show. Actually, I went on. I went on. The- this is like the midnight to four a.m. show. This is where you put. This is <laughs> this is the show for serial killers and drug addicts. We're just going to sell a bunch of slap chop. Right. That's a and lot methadone. of methadone. <laughs> I have so much confidence in Flex Seal, I saw this boat in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, those commercials are the best. They're made. They're fueled on cocaine. Have you seen... Um, and only cocaine. Uh, have you ever watched the, like, the paid programming on Adult Swim? Not really. It is the uh, they not in a really long time at least. They're like say. geniuses because okay. it's it's basically like they put these ep- these shows on at four in the morning for people who fell asleep on the couch watching TV. So when they wake up, they see just the weirdest fucking shit. Like one of my favorite one was um, a commercial or, or no unedited footage of a bear, and it just <laughs> <laughs> and it and it plays for like there's like a couple seconds where it's just playing. And it's like, you know, it's a bear and it's just like sitting there and you hear people like, oh my God, oh my God, look at him, it's going on. And then it like <laughs> fades away and the, the little like skip ad in five seconds thing pops up and a commercial for like a, um, some sort of pill. Like it's like, some oh, sort of not, pill. You're not feeling like yourself. Try whatever this is. You Try know, the, the dick enlargement pill. And it just like keeps going. And going and like at one point, the dick like, enlargement. Like no, the oh. the like the the skip ad thing slowly fades away. The talking overwards kind of fades out, and the girl who's driving is just like, it's like silent at a certain point, and she sees like a crime scene down the street from her house, and then she stops at the top of some hill, and sees herself, like, staring at her, and the, herself charges at her. She gets out of the car. The other, the like doppelganger beats her up and then basically hijacks the family. All while this is happening, they have the like, please check your doctor. Blah blah blah. <laughs> like, is, that the, is that the bottom of the screen? And it just ends with her just like, like basically bleeding out on her steps because the doppelganger ran her over with her car and is inside the house terrorizing her. The family. And what was the commercial selling? I don't know. It was, it was like it was like selling some pill, like that was like a basically a Xanax pill, and then it fades back into an She's unedited selling picture Xanax of yeah. at four in the morning with it's the bear, great. right? And then and then the woman's being chased by herself, and of course she needs Xanax. But you would think if they were trying to tell you she needed Xanax. That it would have ended so darkly. Well, I think it's supposed to. The commercial was supposed to be like, "This is what happens to you when you're not on your pills. When you're not on Karen. Xanax. <laughs> if you if you don't take Xanax, you get eaten by a bear. There's no other option. It's either Xanax or the or bear food. Yeah, you get, yeah. Those are your two options in life. I need to get some Xanax. You do. I don't want to get eaten by a bear, especially now. Yeah. Right. Maybe, yeah. I ride a bear to work every day. There's actually like there's a part of me that is like. Not Xanax, because it's obviously, like, strong, I'm assuming. There's, like, weaker versions of that, right? Yes. Because I, I, um, when I, I played... Jake Bug here for... <laughs> <laughs> I played the Brass Night up at, um, my old junior... A couple high. weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I might have told you about this. You talked briefly about it. Okay. And you, you talked about how you got really nervous, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I was shaking so badly that it actually affected, like, you can hear it through my playing like and i don't and i think it was like the first time that i've been in front of people in a couple years since like the pandemic and also i'm i usually get more nervous when i'm by myself but like that was like what the fuck man like i have especially trumpet like i have stop oh uh, this just in i don't know i I got nothing it's probably something stupid Keep going with your story. Babe Ruth back from the dead, coming after the New York Yankees. Oh, this is actually kind of relevant. The Cubs have extended manager David Ross through the 2024 season. There you go. Cool, see? 
We had some breaking news on a podcast. Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I was not happy with it at all. And I was like, I don't understand why I was this nervous, especially because like if I were to put a hierarchy of all the instruments I could play, like trumpet would be number one. That okay. Because that is the one I've been doing the longest and the most comfortable with. So I was like, why did this happen? And what is going to happen next time? You know? Now, did you feel you were ill Did you, like... I, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but, like, you prepared for the show? Like, oh, yeah. Like, okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't like you got the gig last minute and you just played through it a couple times and you were a little hairy yeah, no. on the music? Like, it was you were like, fucking ready. Yeah, and it was basically like okay. a master class. So, and I played... I played Every time a- I play, it's a master class. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... I, like, went up there, I explained, like, the importance of, like, breathing... Uh, and sight reading. Wim Hof was there. He was breathing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. And then, <laughs> and then I, I told them like the music that I played. It, it was if you're looking at their audition music, they basically they take only like three or four different pieces and they put it in rotation. So I always tell kid the kids, I'm like, yeah, I'm like the piece that you're that you audition with for your freshman year, more than likely will be your junior or senior year audition. So it's always good to continue playing it. Just so it stays fresh, and then when that comes up, you're just nailing it right off the bat. But then on the sheets, they also have the other year's auditions, and that's what I played. So I've been playing this piece of music, like, for at least a decade now. So it had nothing to do with me, like, not being prepared for it. It was just, I don't know what it was. First time playing live in a couple years, maybe. I guess. I get wildly excited for live shows when I have them. I normally do, too. But it's always, like, I think... Maybe it's just a different, like, uh, it's, it shouldn't be a different feel when I'm by myself than when I'm with, like, you or, like, playing with other people. Right. Because it, it, like... You're playing with other people besides me? Oh, damn. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he found out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it should, I shouldn't feel any different. The only difference is there's more people, there's, like, one or two more people on there, but it's, like, I'm still... That pressure is still there because it's like even if there's more people, if I fucking suck, it's gonna be noticeable that I suck. You yeah. know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what that was. Okay, I didn't like it, and I hope I never have to experience it again. We'll work it out of you. We'll beat it out of you. If we oh, have I hope to. so. But what, what's your audition song for guitar? Like if if we were audition, if you were for some stupid fucking reason, if you were auditioning for me, what would you what would you go to? Oh, nothing that I can play because you you'd have to audition with like some cliffs of dover shit i would audition with panic attack by dream theater you i could yeah you could that would be a good one for you and panic so it's funny there are a couple dream theater songs that are like incredibly intricate but because i've played them so many times it's in my sleep panic attack and the dance of eternity which are two of the hardest drum pieces of music in the last in you know in the land in the last two (laughs) twenty years i play them in my sleep like so I'd do one of those, probably Dance of Eternity. So I need to get back to that. I want to play Dance of Eternity again, to again be good at it. Are you prepared for for daylight savings? When is that? Sunday. Well, Saturday into Sunday. Really? Yeah. Are we losing or gaining? We're losing. We're losing bigly. We're losing every day. Well, that's okay. I mean, I yeah, I don't. I I think I'm off Monday, so that won't affect me. I'll just have to remember. I mean, my phone usually switches over automatically. Oh, it does. You don't have to worry about that, but it just fucks. Did you know that heart attacks, stroke, and car accidents go up 24% the day of the day we lose an hour? Really? Because it, it affects everyone's sleep so, poor, so poorly, losing an hour of sleep, that it affects your body's performance, which mm-hmm. underlies the importance of sleep. Man, that's just like the government trying to like clear out some of the people, man. <laughs> just trying to do some more population control, man. Why it's do I, population control? Why we need daylight savings, man? Like the farmers can vote whenever they want, man. You know what's funny? <laughs> uh, I was reading about this last night just to understand it. A lot of farmers oppose daylight savings time. Really? Because it meant they had to get up an hour earlier. I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, the whole idea was to create more time we would be awake with sun. But it's also so region-specific, because if you're at the equator, you get 12 hours of sun and 12 hours of not sun every day of the year. 
But when you're up here where we are, it shifts. But I think I think where we are is like a four-hour shift. So like the longest day of the year is like 16 hours of sun, and the shortest is eight or something like that. And you get those wild days up in Alaska at the North Pole where like a day the was... sun, yeah. June 20th, I think. June 20th, the sun doesn't go down, and then... December twentieth, the sun never comes up. Thirty days of night. I was talking to a bloke in the hot t- in the hot tub about uh, he lived in Alaska for like four years, and he was talking about how effed it was to have like two hours of sunlight. He said the amount of depression, just the amount of like you like you never get used to it. People I'm, aren't really built to live up there. I am. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. It makes sense because it is just like. The closest thing to that the, the United States have to a you know Antarctica. Yeah, it basically extends up there. Oh. But they just want to hold that territory just in case Santa decides to come and take over the Santa. North, yeah, the 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 Western oh. Hemisphere. He'd easily t- sweep through Can- Canada, like one hundred percent. I've seen Polar Express. Like he wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be able to stop it. Does Santa have nuclear warheads? Does he? I mean, I'm assuming his elves can make his his, his elves make like laptops. Do you, do you think it's like <laughs> that one smartass kid gets like an iPad for Christmas? They're like, "What's this cheap North Pole knockoff?" The elves made this. Except the elves are just like slaves mining cobalt in, in eastern China or something. Hey. And it just turns out that Santa's really dark. Santa's actually yeah. the CEO of Apple. He's the president <laughs> of China. What's the guy? What's the guy's name? Who? The CEO of Tim Apple. Apple? Tim Apple? Tim it, Cook. It's it, Tim Cook. No, Donald Trump called him Tim Apple one okay. time. Okay. I, I, no, that's, it's funny because the, the, the CEO or the guy who's running Nintendo, his name is like something Bowser. Oh, is it? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh God, he's Bowser's going to ruin Nintendo. <laughs> It's like you put the villain in charge. What have you done? Do you think we could convince Santa to nuke 311 Day? Not now. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. Take care. We'll see you on the road. Bye. Good night.